we would do some talking about like you the Uline alternative shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then we can we just kind of go into packaging and yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like packaging. Uh huh. Um. I'm recording. No. <laughs> Do you hate that I do that, or do you I, like that I do that? I do like it, but I have no way of, like, getting you, you know? Oh, do you want to be in control of the recorder? No. Oh, all right. Um. All right. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Pancake Town. <laughs> That's Michelle. That's Emily. <laughs> That'll get super I had to think about it. Before you said that you were Emily? Have you noticed that, um... People will reference things that either one of us said and they actually get it right. Yes. I'm, I'm glad impressed. for that. I'm glad that people are not thinking we sound alike, even though we kind of do. That's fine. We both also have very different... I think we definitely, like, are coming across as our personality, like, our true personalities. So people yeah. are like, oh, Emily would say something <laughs> fucking idiotic like that. I'm not sure what <laughs> mine comes across as, but... You come across Whatever. as less crazy than me. Oh, okay. I think you're the less. You're the less. Cra- I know that I was making buttons down here for Edgewater Candles. I feel like he's- a lot of buttons. Well, because he's doing events every week. Yeah, he said he. I emailed 60 him events. Yeah, Jesus. I emailed him about giving you know getting the pins to him because it's a ton of pins. So I keep thinking like, oh, if I get batches done, then I'll just bring him batches at shows. And then that gives me an excuse to go to an event. Uh-huh. And I said, what events, ca-? you know, because I know he's doing a ton. And he's like, I'm do- we're doing 60, sh- 60 shows in like one year. Uh-huh. And he's like, next year we won't do that many. <laughs> I'm like, please don't, because I want you to stay sane and keep Doing your business. Never at any point have I done 60 shows. No, me neither. But I will say... Maybe like 10 or something. I mean, I'm super impressed by it because, I mean, we've said this before. Like, when you're new and, you know, Mm. their company's only a year old or so. Like, when you're new, this that's genius. Like, that's the best way to do it. It's just like inundate the world with your Mm -hmm. stuff and be like i'm here get here it is buy all this and then people get hooked and start talking about you and they see you over and over again and it like imprints you in their brain and it's really smart yeah and then next year no one's gonna be like i thought you were doing 60 shows i'm really disappointed like people aren't even gonna really notice that he's not at a million shows they'll see him at 10 and think that he's doing just as many Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I was like, I don't have the energy for that. I don't think even ten years ago I had the energy for that. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm a little jealous because not. I had my full-time job for so long. Yeah. By the time I quit, like, yeah, I increased the amount of shows I did. Yeah. But not anywhere near that. Yeah. It's just not possible. Well, I mean... This kind of ties into what we're going to talk about. Does just it? like, well, in a weird way, just the whole having a business and whether you're starting from nothing or you're 10 years in, like the whole kind of figuring out what the next steps beyond just like, I make this thing. Like you start thinking about 
oh, I might want to have like new graphics, oh, or right. I might want to have postcards made, mm-hmm. or I might need stickers for this that aren't printed on my inkjet, or you know, like you start thinking like, oh, well, if I'm doing, if this is doing well, like what can I improve? <clears throat> Scaling up, right? Yeah. So, and then you start, you do start. It moves you from like, oh, I was just making this in my house or for fun or for friends gifts Mm. and then you're like oh I want this to look better or I want like oh now I'm gonna need I'm shipping things now I need mailers and shipping boxes and like figure out how much that costs and how much that weighs and how oh oh my god I used to reuse mailing envelopes from the stuff I bought oh yeah I think people still do I think a lot of people still do that um and to a certain point like I mean, I def I reuse packaging material, like a uh, like filler material. Mm. I reuse mm-hmm. all the time. Like I hate. I try really hard not to buy like bubble wrap or peanuts or any of that stuff. I try to just kind of stockpile it from things that I receive, and then just <clears throat> keep a box of it, just so I'm not like <clears throat> contributing. Right. You can do that. That amount of waste. You're shipping. I'm shipping mostly flat things. Sure. But so like I don't have a whole lot of Christy, I right. Who's shipping ceramic mugs? You're you're buying peanuts and bubble wrap. Yeah, and you stuff. need spe- yeah you need special stuff to make sure it's and even Mark with the candles like that's a lot of weight and yeah, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole world. I'm glad I'm not a part of. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Good I luck with your heavy stuff. Shipped ceramics <laughs> for Little Street for probably a year. Yeah. It was incredibly stressful. Yeah. It's so... the. I mean, I remember get. I would get ceramic... I would receive your ceramic stuff for the store, like from Toast Ceramics or, um, like, HR Henna. She did mugs that had the henna art on them. And, like, every and once in a while... Stuff. Yeah, glass yeah. stuff and... That's why I was always like, if you if you have the ability to bring me stuff in person, please do that. And, like, Julie would always bring, from Long Dog Dandy, she'd always bring me stuff. Because you feel like the odds that something's going to show up broken are pretty high. Mm-hmm. And it has not, like, you can pack it perfectly and insure it and put it in three boxes. And who knows at what point somebody might drop it or it might fall out of the back of the truck or... The person who receives it might accidentally trip and fall and drop it. Like, who knows? I think it takes a different kind of person to have a business that involves breakables. Mm-hmm. Because they're also doing events and stuff. Yeah. Breaking at events. Yeah. Um, like, if I break something dumb at home, I'll be upset about it for, all day. Yeah, for sure. At least yeah. all day. <laughs> I'll feel bad for it. I remember that at um, at one of the show of hands, um, Liz from Barambi Studios, who's a ceramics vendor, she something during setup, so, uh, like we were all, everyone was kind of walking around and setting up and it was kind of that bustle of like getting ready. And then there was this crash, like shattering crash. And every it got dead silent because you could feel like everyone going, oh no, what shit, yeah. what broke? Like everyone was like, just felt bad for her and I like went over and I'm like oh shit what happened like she's like uh 
I just dropped one. She's like, it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, she, you could just tell that she's just like, this is part of the... I mean... This is what happens I know sometimes. Of, like, things fall or break or... They break stuff on purpose, too, all the time, which I think helps. Like, if something didn't turn out right... Yeah. Um, like, maybe after it gets bisped or something before they glaze it... Yeah. They... They break them. Yeah. I think it feels cathartic or something. Well, yeah, if you can kind of take away from the preciousness of each individual yeah. thing and realize that, like, you know, you can make another one and there's several more and, like, the likelihood that something's going to break is... I mean, I, I'd i feel that way. I mean, this is completely different and such a lesser level of work and money, but, like, Sometimes, I mean, you even say this to me when I'm like, oh, I threw out, like, yeah. I, I put a box of, like, 800 cards in the recycling today. And you're just like, what? Why? Why would you do that? And it's like, I have such a detachment from them as individual precious things because, like, for the, my business, like, those are those are taking up space and space is money. So, like, if those aren't potentially going to be sold and they're not helping me like move on with new designs like they need to I need to get rid of them Mm. and so like it would take me more time and effort put towards like maybe repackaging them or storing them or putting them aside than it would to just be free of them and if you know and especially when stuff is like an envelope that has a little mark on it like yeah i could sit there and like be precious oh, about it well, and like yeah, take a mark off that, or something but, but no i'm just going to throw in the recycling and use another one i have a lot of supplies that i hate right now yeah but i'm so worried that i'm going to like again someday cuz i've seen it happen over yeah, and over again and fashion so cyclical mm-hmm. that um I feel like if I hold on to it, I'll be on top of a trend already, you know? <laughs> like, if um, vintage Lucite comes back in, Just I'm make it. it come back. I'm on it. Eh, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not personally ready for it. But the only thing I have close to that sort of, like, throwing stuff out is um, I'll clean my desk, which hasn't happened, and I said I was going to do last weekend, but I <laughs> didn't do. Um... And I'll take all the expensive bits out, and then I'll just swipe the rest into the garbage. Yeah. Because I'm not going to sit there and pick sort through, through everything. jump rings. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you have to... I mean, it's hard when you're... Either when you're new, or you're not just, like, rolling in money. Like, you you feel a uh, little bit like... Rolling in money. Right? Isn't that a nice, <laughs> what a nice feeling yeah. that must be. But, Maybe like, you we'll do have this way. sense that, like... You you don't want to waste things. You want to hold on to every well, little thing. I do really have. Yeah, I have that. it too. I um, have it too, and I've only in the only in the last year have I gotten, and I think because of the move, and realizing like that I, two times in a row like moved from one space to the store, and then when I moved again, there were things that I had moved from the original studio that had sat in the box I moved them in for seven years. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. And did and they were things that I remember specifically being like, oh, no, I'll use this. Like, I'll keep this. This is great. And I think that something flipped the switch in me when we moved this most recent time where I was like, oh, I need to never do that again. Like, I need to seriously... If I look at something and I'm not immediately, like this is getting used right now for a purpose and I would die if I got rid of this. 
like it's gone. It has to just be gone. I have to make mm. a split decision. Like if it's not, it's that whole uh, what's that lady's book? The oh, ma- the, magical art of tidying up or whatever. Yeah, which I bought and then made Steve read and tell me. <laughs> That's <laughs> your thing. That's what you do. Yeah. Do you want me to read it and tell you about it? Sure. I read part of it. I didn't read the whole thing. I don't think he finished it. Yeah. Um, but and now I don't even remember what he told me. Yeah. I have him reading a book that you I think read too. The um, the one about subtle art, art of, of not, not giving, giving a fuck. fuck. Oh my god. Um and I book. thought see now we're recording already whatever. Um that <laughs> did you read it? Oh yeah. Okay. It's so actually really easy to read. I want him to read I it. I think too. it's not even 200 and then pages. I'm going to have you two <laughs> tell me about it okay. on the podcast. Oh, I like that. I think I would reread it. Um it's only <clears throat> it's not even 200 pages. I think I, I read it don't... in two nights. Like nope. I think I went to bed and started reading it, got halfway through it and then the next night finished it. Like, it's super cute. It's, like, really short, really sweet. It's a bunch of anecdotes about, like, you know, people kind of moving past. Yeah, you could totally get the audiobook. I just, like, I don't want to read about um, sort of, I know it's not businessy, but to me it is, like, businessy. I I don't want to read about that before I go to bed. It's businessy, and it's, like, kind of how-to-ish. I want to read fiction before I go to bed. Yeah, um, I but get I that. could listen to something like that while I'm working. Yeah, for actually. sure. I think you would. I think it I would be. Should get a back quick... on that. Uh, the library has like a you can check out audiobooks. Oh yeah, app thing. Yeah, you should get it. I think I it's, had it. It's kind of good for people who are Stop like I know we're both making table noise. Um, I think <laughs> it's good for people. Did we say the name really quickly? The, what is it? The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? I, I think believe that's the, so. I think that's I've been actual calling title. it that. I think that's what's right. Okay. Um, it's been on the New York Times bestseller list for like, I don't know, 80 weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Like for a, over a year. Um, it's just really, I think it's good because it's not, there are a lot of like, in that self-help-ish category that are really just... Oh, like so, ex- just like some lady being like, blue, blue, blue. Like, uh, everything sounds the same. Yeah. I'm actually reading. And it's so common sense. I'm reading that book, Big Magic, by the right. Eat, Pray, Love lady. Uh-huh. Oh, like, I'm reading it because I kn- I'm getting little tidbits of things out of it that I think are really insightful. But it's a little bit. It's a little bit self-serving, where, like, the number of times she mentions that book Mm. is just, like, we get it. We know you wrote a book that was a bestseller. Shut the fuck up, please. But then, so you kind of get taken out of, like, your own feelings and put into her shit a lot. Like, every once in a while, you're like, okay, cool, I'm getting in a vibe of, like... I get what she's saying. And then she's like, and then when I was writing Eat, Pray, Love, and I met my husband, and then we were great, and our life is perfect now, like... (laughs) Does she ever abbreviate it, like, EPL? Oh, God, no. I wish she would, actually, because then I could could kind of ignore it. I bet she calls it EPL. She should call it EPL. But it's a little... I mean, it's... It's on the verge of being that kind of, like, a little too hippy-dippy... So, is it... Is she talking... The big magic? Is that, like, chaos magic? She's talking... It's kind of... I don't know how... I'm kind of 
like no, obsessed I mean, with wanting to get into chaos magic, but I'm also too lazy. She's talking about kind of a very simplified version of that. Like, well, that's fine. That's what I. Yeah, want. I mean, she's. I don't have. She's time basically to saying like, if you just kind of let things happen the way they're supposed to happen, that like stuff will come to you, and that that you should oh, kind of like. That's the opposite. Chaos magic well, is no, like setting goals and like focusing on like repeating. Uh, um, then maybe like if you want that. something, like um, she talks a lot about weird like just coincidence things oh, that happen where she's no, like, that's like, is that the opposite? I hate that attitude. The like it, sitting back and yeah, waiting for shit kind to of, happen. It's kind of that. It's kind of that, like, which I will say, devil's advocate, I will say, I, I also kind of hate that shit, but it also is, like, a little bit of a way to, like, free your anxiety. Like, for oh, me, like, yeah, it makes sure. me kind of feel a little less anxious about, if you can start to realize, like, there's a bunch of shit that's totally out of your control, mm-hmm. maybe that helps you kind of let go a little bit. Like, if you're, I'm a super controlling per- person, excuse me. Where I want everything to be a certain way, mm-hmm. and when you, you know, and, like, a little bit of that hippy-dippy stuff is kind of almost something I feel like I have to force on myself to be like, oh, right, nothing really fucking matters. Like, just live your life and be well, happy. Well, I, yeah, I have the attitude about some things also. Um, <clears throat> maybe she does, we should do an episode where we compare her whatever concept of big magic with chaos magic All right. and find like a blend of the two. I like it. I'm writing it down. Um, big magic <clears throat> EPL versus chaos theory. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Steve and I um, like when we realize we want something we'll like kind of just joke like oh we'll chaos magic that. Like we want to <laughs> Be able to travel everyone go more Google or chaos whatever. magic right now. It's super nerdy. Well, it's, yeah. Um, what we won't get into. This it is now. off topic. We're supposed to be talking about packaging. We're supposed to be talking about Uline. Does that have to do with yeah. chaos magic? Nope. We're done. <clears throat> so we, I guess, um, I guess you should tell about what made you be like, nope. Right. Nope. So no I more posted Uline a link to it in the Facebook group. And yeah. hold on, I emailed myself some snippets. I mean, the Uline craziness is not new. Like, no, it's not new. It's, unfortunately. I don't know when she started posting her letters I on their website. I feel like I've, I've known, I've been aware of those for at least the last five years. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, it, fe- it feels to me like f- for probably the full time I've had Orange Beautiful, I feel like... That's been a thing. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of vaguely remember a point where, amongst other people that I, that were, like, running their own businesses or, like, print shops I work with or whatever, like, I, I do vaguely remember there being a moment in time where people were like, did you see the shit they just posted on their website? And it became mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of a viral thing yeah. before that was really a thing that could happen? Well, I feel like you find out all the time that, um, like, through the grapevine, you hear that a company donated money to an organization that you don't want to support. For example, um, this is a million years ago, but, um, Barilla, the pasta company, had, like, donated money or something to, like, a anti... I don't... Actually, I don't remember this 
at all. But somehow it came <laughs> off being, like, um, anti-gay or something. Yeah. And the second I heard about that, I boycotted Brulla. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's nothing on their website about it. It's just right. something you hear. Uline is putting it on their fucking website. Yeah. Yeah, as kind of like a PSA, like, hi, this is how we feel about things. And when I was going to research other companies, um, I was clicking on everyone's about things, and no one talks about political stuff yeah. because you shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of hard because I'm like, well, I want to know now if this is like some radical right-wing right wing company right. but you can't find out usually unless you're you line and you, and you put just it all out there throw it out there um i can't read all of this stuff um there's the one that i posted in the facebook group yeah um that um she talks so much about chicago um yeah which is particularly frustrating yes. to us um she complains about um our murder count like don't live here then. Or Fine. or do something about it. Well, she yeah, she's not help, doing help. anything about it. You have lots of money. Do you want to help with that? Do you want to try to... No, she just... The, I don't even know. Like, she's just complaining about it. It is interesting um, that it's so attached to their... That's she the weirdest part about of it. too many people being on food stamps, but she doesn't... What do you want to do about it? She just wants to give people less food stamps. Oh, that's helpful. Doesn't Uline have, like... A lot of employees. Oh, yeah. It seems to me the most interesting part of this is, like, first, my first thought is, hey, lady, get a blog. I think she's using this as a blog. Right. She talks about personal shit yeah. in the bottom of her letters, like, too. Get a get a blog. I think she thinks this is her and, blog. And take it off of you. And, even, hell, if you want to, make you can attach it I bet she actually or mention you line. That's fine. Useless, and they let her do this. And they this. let her just do this crazy shit. Yeah. But, like... So, if it's a privately owned company, I'm assuming it's a privately owned company. I have no idea. So, there's no... I mean, it's not a structure where there's, like, a board of directors or, oh. like, a group mm-hmm. of people who are like, oh, we need to rein this chick in because she's lost yeah, her mind. It's, it's, like, family-owned It's probably... Or right. I feel like that's... It's a family-owned thing, and they either are quietly letting her do whatever she wants... Or they all feel like this, and they're all like, oh my god, did you see her amazing thing that she put up? We love it. It's great. But I also have to believe there's got to be hundreds of Uline employees, and they can't possibly all no. agree with what she's writing. And I bet she's probably talking about a lot of them, <clears throat> to be to be quite honest, and not knowing that she's talking about oh, yeah. them. This one's particularly frustrating. She talks about affordable health care. As if this has ever affected her in her life. (laughs) She says, it's a no-can-do right now for middle-class people working for smaller companies. It's unfair for the unemployed to receive free health care while premiums for the middle class have largely shot to the moon. If my largely shot to the moon health care costs were actually paying for poor people to get health care, if that's actually how the American system worked, I would be beyond thrilled to have my healthcare bill be $700 a month. I mean... I would have no problem with it, but the fact is... Theoretically, we pay more so that people can get it for free, and that's the whole point. I would absolutely 
love that. That would be that's called national health care. Like right. that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. If the richest of the rich paid the most money to right. help the rest of the right, population. Right. Well, if they actually did, if then they ours would probably did, exactly. be more reasonable and then Absolutely. other people could still get theirs for free. But the fact is is like most of my money every month is going to <clears throat> a healthcare provider corporation and its staff and salaries. It's not going it's not being distributed amongst the people. I would be better off handing my neighbors a $100 bill and saying take this to the doctor's office with you tomorrow. That would be that's a better a, use of my money. Yeah, that sucks. So like it sucks that people have I think a lot of people have a really weird perception of how healthcare works. Well, I think and in she general, thinks that like she's being charged while like <clears throat> poor people suddenly like are just getting like free medical care. That's not how it's working. I think that her theory on that probably applies to taxes also. She doesn't like the idea right. of her taxes paying for things that other people get for free. She also But is, that's how it has to work. Of course, because it's called the world. She's never been like SOL in her life and needed right. help. Right. It sucks. Well, so the bigger question here, Uline is an example. A very crazy she also example. loves McDonald's. Oh, she loves McDonald's. I copied and pasted a whole thing she about how much has... she loves McDonald's, and I'm going to use that to hold against her because I won't give McDonald's my money either. I bet she has stock in McDonald's, right? Like, probably. she probably owns McDonald's stock. I mean, the end of her whole rant, sorry, we'll leave this in a minute, is McDonald's is a great brand. We hope you all think Uline is, too. And it's like, if you're... <laughs> saying awesome. if you love McDonald's and you insane. should love Uline well I hate McDonald's I haven't given them a penny of my money in like yeah. 10 years I decided I cannot give them my money and I was only giving it to them for shamrock shakes to be honest <laughs> and I might miss the shamrock shakes we'll make still. you we'll make you our own I always say shake. I'm gonna make my you own make and I own. don't do it um but every time a year that would come around, I'd be like, how many shamrock shakes can I get during yes. this period? It was an obsession. And I'm like, no, Michelle, you can't. You should write a long letter anymore. on MichelleStarbuckDesigns.com about <laughs> how much you love shamrock shakes. I so. think, I mean, the bigger question here is certainly you, you can kind of fall into two different categories. You can either be a person that isn't affected by this kind of thing and, and doesn't care and is like, I need corrugated shipping boxes in a specific size, and Uline mm-hmm. can get them to me tomorrow. Well, Done. that's End a, of story. like, Midwest kind of specific thing, although I guess they're opening up other um, yeah. locations. But what I'm saying is you you can be a they person... Do, they ship out next You can day, literally basically. be a person that, like, this is convenient for me, and this, and I'm buying from them, and I don't care. I was care. that person for Or a you can be a person, and I... I definitely feel like there are certain companies that I know a lot about, and then there's companies that certainly kind of are a little more, put a little more effort into hiding their crazy lunatic politics. Mm. Um, but then it uh, it is like a weird gray area of like how, how crazy do you get with like I hate this company and I'm personally not going to buy from them because I think it's I think it's totally respectable and 
the way it should be for individual people and certainly individual small businesses to be like, these are companies that I don't shop from and I don't buy from for, right. the, for my own personal reasons done. And you just move on with your life and you don't buy shit from Uline and you don't go to Starbucks and you feel better about yourself because you're not doing that. And when you have a conversation with somebody, you say, oh, actually, I don't buy things from them and this is why. Mm-hmm. Or you have a podcast where you're like, hi, we don't buy stuff from Uline. This is why. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of gets into a weird, if you try to flip it around, which I try to do a lot. Yes. Where it's like, okay, so you and I are pretty, it's pretty obvious that we are not Republicans. Right. We think that Donald Trump is a laughing pile of garbage, and we're not afraid or sad to say that. And we have very specific, thought out, intelligent reasons for why we don't support him or his administration. Mm -hmm. That said, we are we saying, hey, everybody out there that disagrees with us. I'm fine if they don't want to buy from me. And that's exactly my point. Yeah. Is that I would stand up and confidently say that even if I was so crazy as to write a diatribe about Donald Trump on Orange Beautiful's website saying how much of a piece of shit he is, in my opinion, if a bunch of people on the opposite side of things came out and said, Orange Beautiful sucks, I can't, mm-hmm. what a lunatic, if somebody did a podcast episode about Orange Beautiful mm-hmm. and, how, and how horrible she is and how she doesn't know anything about she anything. She just wants to help she everyone. She just wants to help Gross. everybody and she likes <laughs> gay people, what an asshole. Um, if that happened, I would stand confidently in my feelings. I would, there's no way that would make me feel bad. Mm -hmm. I would be like, you know what? If my business was somehow being run on the money of Republicans and now all of them have abandoned me because of my politics, well, then I shouldn't own a business and I'm going to go do something else because I'm that I have that strong of a conviction about those political feelings. So does this lady feel the same way about her lunacy as I do about mine? I mean, if she's so willing to put it out there, she better be. Right? And then the question then becomes, isn't she one of these situations where she's too big to fail? Oh, so yeah. that's a yeah. that's a thing. Isn't Uline making money hand over fist to the point where she's obviously not suffering for these viewpoints? There's not... She didn't post that very first letter whenever that happened, Mm -hmm. and suddenly sales plummeted because people don't do things that way. We would like to think that people do. I would like to live in a world where people were like, oh, you're a piece of garbage? Bye. But guess what? We live in a world where Donald Trump got elected president. So, like... There are clearly people who don't even remotely think the way that we think. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to put yourself in their position as much as it is for them to put themselves in our position. Well, And so as much as I feel very confident in that, like, my beliefs are my beliefs and I feel very strongly about them... I also kind of have to step back and go, yeah, but other people look at me and think that I'm a crazy person. I think this is all, well, it's not new, but it's definitely changed because there was a point where um, politics weren't quite as divided 
Right. Um, and now we are. Yeah. There was definitely... I'd love to get to a point where everyone became a little bit more moderate and we could compromise and get together and not have to be like, I can't support their business because they're too right or too right. left. Right. Um, if we all just supported each other's businesses because of other reasons. Right. It'd be great if politics didn't well, become a part of it. I mean, but it we kinda, just found out that we're too yes, extreme we're the, yeah. and we're divided. And I feel like now's the time that I had to actually react to this. And I think that's a good <clears throat> thing to talk about is that even one year ago, we none of us really thought that things were as bad as they actually were, like, underneath the surface. A few people did. Like, You well, and I right. thought we'd be okay. We really Our husbands did. Our husbands were, were like, like, nope, <laughs> he's totally gonna get elected. Be prepared for it. Get ready to cry. They were both right. They called it the whole time. Yeah. But I think it, it is interesting because whenever I try really, really hard to say, okay, maybe all of this is happening for a reason, and maybe this horrible piece of garbage got elected for a reason like everything has a silver lining everything oh, there are some silver lining right so i think this this is kind of one of those after effect things where a year ago a lot of makers were you know kind of like we would donate things to charity sure, but everything we would have felt sales good, so we, we weren't would, right we weren't we in weren't a con- state of concerned. like yeah like this this is do or die like we at that point we were like oh we just really we really love we want to support this animal shelter and we yeah. want to give to planned parenthood because that's important to me that i was we donating want... to animal <laughs> shelters Why? way more i before i was and now i feel like they're being neglected because i'm like because we're giving all our money to planned parenthood or the aclu yeah i Who's think got it's... more money than they've ever gotten but before. i think I, the reality I think. is is if everybody individually, and this is the same kind of effect I talk about with, like, supporting small businesses. If everyone on an individual level can do a tiny little thing and go, you know, oh, I wake up in the morning and I can't even barely look at the news because it makes me so depressed and terrified about the state of the world. But what if you flip that around and said, you know what, I feel like garbage how, what tiny little thing can I do today to make myself feel better? Maybe that's go on the ACLU website and give them $5. Right. Like, maybe it's go into my own neighborhood and go, hey, there's, a like, a food pantry that's, like, six blocks from my house. Maybe I should just go there and say, hi, what can I do to help? I think like, the little things If you are did something really little tiny, important. and yeah. if everybody did one little teeny <clears throat> tiny thing, like, even once a month, that... That could literally change the world. And I think that everyone has to keep standing up and saying we don't support Trump and we're angry and we're pissed off. And there has to be some crazy people that stand up and, like, have protests and, like, wear crazy outfits and, like, make insane signs that are hilarious. And, like, that has to happen because... And, like, the whole... The fucking kneeling thing. Like, the take a knee thing. Like... It's insane you know and it's crazy. That the but kneeling like, thing started last year. Yeah, it did. I feel like all of a sudden on Monday I got an Instagram and everyone's doing this. It's like you guys, you're a year Colin behind. Kaepernick was doing that all last season. 
But the whole point is that, and I know this because football's on in my the whole point all is the that time. once it and got, now he's, it's just it's frustrating that now they're paying attention. But the point, the reason why people are paying because attention is because Trump. Trump went boo hoo hoo. I'm this piss, this is something I can be a dick about. They need to take down his Twitter page. I'm really sorry. It needs to be a nationally like, in some decided weird thing. Way, like, though, that needs to go. Trump being an idiot brought attention to something that was getting no attention. I thought it was because I knew about it, but and, apparently it wasn't. And I think that that I think that that is great, except for the fact that he has any sort of power and decision making abilities. Yeah about real things. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be like, this guy is just, like, the horrible sounding board that we can all be like, oh, you're crazy? Guess what? The rest of us aren't. And aren't we glad for that? But the fact is, is, like, he has power that we need to take away from him. Yeah, I mean, we've shut down a lot of things so far. Yeah. Um, it just feel doesn't it feel like it's been 10 years? Yes. Like, I keep reminding myself that it has not even been one year it feels like a decade. Yeah. It feels like I was a child when Barack Obama was president. <laughs> like, it, it's terrifying. Let's not talk about this anymore. Let's talk about Uline. Yeah, I was just, like, that do lady's... you see the look on my face where I'm like, wait, the what are we ladies, talking about? The Uline lady seems great fuck, now. Fuck, fuck, she, I like her a lot. She seems like she has some good points about McDonald's. Well, so, and I... <laughs> I didn't think we would do this. Well, no, I think... The, so let's talk about the companies that we Yes, um, I think the real point was that if you can redirect your feelings of negativity towards things that are positive. Yeah. So that's the thing. Even with Trump, if you can support... If you have an amazing state senator, if you have great public officials in your neighborhood, in your state, in your city, be support them. Like... Do what you can to support those people. And same with this. Like, mm -hmm. support the things that are... The businesses that are doing things the way you would like them to be doing things. And let that make you feel better about the dumb assholes. Like, if we can take away... You know, if Uline is batshit crazy and we're supporting something that we don't agree with, what if we can put that 50 bucks we were going to buy shopping bags with... To another, give that to another company, right? Instead of Uline, I like to think of my money as little votes, <laughs> <laughs> little like, votes I'm casting. Like with every single thing, I've um, uh, when we used to live in Pilsen, we shopped at this grocery store, and they would start carrying um, more like organic things, and I always made sure to buy those things mm -hmm. because I knew the more that I bought those things, the more that they would continue stocking that yep. and expanding it. And I do that still with Harvest Time. Um, that's just I do that. Grocery with, shopping's important. To I me, do that so with I the specific that. granola bars um, that I want from our grocery store because they never have them and every time they have them I'm like well I better buy those because yes. I want them to be like oh those sold right away that, that's how <laughs> things work and if we want these companies to exist and grow we have to make sure that they get our money yeah. um, someone uh, in the group had asked about Amazon as a resource for packaging and I Obviously, we all use it. Well, um, Amazon's tricky because Amazon is coming from 
thousands upon thousands of different places. And I think some of those are probably fine. Absolutely. Some of the, I mean, there are, I know, I know of local independently owned Chicago businesses that sell things on an Amazon store. Right, so pay attention so, to right. where it says it's yes. sold by. It'll say, where is this coming from? You can. There's always a link for that that will take you to a page for that company. Mm-hmm. And, like, if it matters to you, like, do your due diligence and, like, research that company. Exactly. Or just Google the name of that company. And I guarantee you, if they are questionable or, uh, you know, some cover-up factory in China... Like a Google, a Google hit's gonna You'll come up. You'll see it right yeah. away. Like it's gonna be clear if it's you know not sketchy or sketchy. Yeah, there's still things like I don't know. There's still things I'm gonna order from Amazon probably. But recently I switched um, my little clear zip bags and my um, fold over um, clear bags um, to clear bags. <laughs> <laughs> That made no sense. No, nope. um, Clear Bags is a company. So the little cello bags that yeah, you the use for bags. the clear, yeah. they're clear bags. That's what they call That's them what, on their website yeah. too. But yeah, um, I had already been buying some other them things from them. I've been buying stuff from Clear Bags <clears throat> probably at least for a decade, if not longer. And it is a little cheaper than what I was paying on Amazon. I yeah. won't get it in two days, but right. well, and they, I mean, they do have, have they have a Nashville location mm-hmm. and then I believe another location but ours ships. they're from Texas so they have like depending on where you are in the United States they will distribute from a closer place and to it's you. pretty fast yeah I usually get my stuff the next day if it's ground I'll usually get it um, and you day. can get um the discounts on larger quantities are really great yes um so if you need I don't know. Would you recommend using them for the sleeves for cards? Yes, absolutely. I feel like that's the go-to place to get them. And if you're, and honestly, like, I know that some people mentioned, like, buying from, like, an Etsy seller or... If you want smaller quantities, that's that's great. But they're probably ordering from a bigger company. I know Clearbags has, like, a minimum order, and if you go under that minimum order, the minimum order is, I think, like, $45. Oh, okay. I think um, if you go under that order, they charge you, like, five bucks or something. Okay. So, like, you could order, you know, a hundred cellos if you just needed emergency but cellos. But you should get a thousand, But you should probably. order 10,000. Or 10,000, yeah. <laughs> That's how many So, I, I got, like, a thousand of but yeah, different things. And they all, everything's, like, bulk quantity discount. So, like, mm-hmm. if you order a hundred cellos, they might be nine cents a piece. But if you order 10,000, they're, like, 1.5 cents a piece. Yeah. So... And their website's great and easy to use. And they also, I will say, for stationary people, I buy backing boards for my prints from them. Oh, yeah, Steve I buy cellos for all my too. prints. I buy um, the soft fold boxes, so the clear plastic three-dimensional boxes oh. for my card packs. Oh. I buy all of that from, from clear bags. Um, they also sell a lot of cool, like, weird shaped boxes, and they'll also make custom things for you. Oh my gosh. Um, usually those have, like, a, a pretty high minimum, so it's something like, I know Snow and Graham had them make, like, um, cylinder boxes for pencil sets, and needed them to be an exact height and an exact diameter, and have a lid that was a specific way. But then, you know, they needed to order, I don't know, 10,000 of them or something mm-hmm. to, to get them to do the order at all. Mm-hmm. But then there's tons of stuff on there. Like, if you sell, like, little um, edibles and things like that, there's a bunch of little clear boxes you could put, like, a bunch of cookies in mm-hmm. or a bunch of little candies. or So it's definitely, like, 
a good place to go if you have just general packaging things that you need. Um, and yeah, they're they have great customer service. Yeah, they're, they're really, independently owned. I really like them. Yeah, they've always been really great to me. I've never I've never had even like the smallest problem with them. Like I've never even had something come and be like, "This is not what I ordered." Like it's literally just like they've got their shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think their website's just clearbags.com. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just ordered last night. Well, well, well. Um, uh, no one told me if Paper Mart's crazy. So yeah, I didn't I don't know. I couldn't really find any like things online either. that were like, "This place is horrible." Don't you yeah. know? Like no like Nazi connections or anything. <laughs> um, what do I get from them? Um. I like that you can buy smaller quantities of things. Yeah. Like, I don't need that many shopping bags mm-hmm. because I use um, flat merchandise bags, which um, I get from Whisker Graphics, which you gave me I love resource. Whisker Graphics. So, Whisker Graphics for so, fun printed Whisker bags. Graphics is the same company that makes, if you've seen it in stores, Divine Twine, yes, which is that awesome different colored baker baker's twine. twine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're amazing. I've met them at the gift show and the stationery show a couple times. And, yeah, my sampler packs are in their, uh, their paper bags. Um, I think that... Um, and you can buy wholesale from them if you get you just get approved as a business and you can get a wholesale yeah. account. Um, this is going to tie so easily into the second part of this, which is how important packaging is. How much we love packaging. Like, I could just use plain brown craft... Um, merchandise bags yeah which probably costs a penny each or something yeah but people love the um gold striped ones that i've been using and they look cute with my little embossed sticker on them and i just I, i like the idea of people at an event carrying around yep. bags and yep. like seeing a bunch of people with that bag because i know as a shopper you you see that. You yeah. see everyone's got You're this like, bag. You're like, where's that from? So you want to have a bag that stands out. Mm-hmm. That's always been my theory. And it also just, I mean, there is, there's a lot of psychology that goes into packaging and branding, and it's why it's a multi-millionaire, million-dollar industry, where, like, there are design firms that, like, all they do is branding. And it's because, you know, there's, even if you're not, a lunatic graphic designer person like I am where like every more coffee where every like <laughs> feel the need to say that so people didn't think you were just like peeing going... well because you talk about peeing a lot I was trying to be so careful because of table noise I like it it goes into our to... whole thing of like we're eating breakfast right now oh they need to they need to feel like they're hanging out with us they can pour their coffee right now too and we'll all feel like we're together and then I'll work on the thermos yeah Michelle has like four containers of liquids in front of her that she's going to drink. I drank a coffee on the way here, and then a coffee that Emily made, and then I brought a thermos of coffee, because I'm tired. (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) Packaging! Um, I mean, I'm obviously very, very, very biased, because it's good, though. It's worn off on me. Yeah, but I do, I will say that, like, it it can be done in a way where you're not spending a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. but it can completely change, like, the trajectory of your business. Like, if you 
And it's not, I don't know, I think people have different perceptions of, like, what it means to have branding and identity work done. Like, some people immediately assume that, like, it's what they see online with, like, corporations being rebranded. And it's like, you have to have a logo mark and a color scheme and a Pantone swatch and a font system and a whatever. And it's like, yeah, you can do that. You can. You can totally do that if that makes sense for what you're doing. Mm. Like, when working with you... You had specific things that you were like, look, I want when I'm interact, like I have these needs for when I'm at a show and I have these needs for when I'm shipping something to someone. And I want, I have these needs for what my packaging looks like when it's sitting out in a store and I'm not there to talk about it. And so it's like, if each individual company can kind of go, okay, well, I don't need fancy business cards. I'm not, you know, like... Do, what are those for? Like, what's mm. what's the purpose of the business card? The business card is to, like, leave a physical imprint with someone that you want to give you business. So, like, maybe that's a postcard with a picture of your product on it. Maybe it's a little sample of, like, a scent or a product or whatever. Like, maybe it's actually a business card because, like, for me... I just want a business card. I just want a mm. cute business card that looks really nice and is printed really well because that's what I'm selling. I'm selling this looks good and is designed because I, I designed it. I think pick up the business card way more frequently than they'll pick up the postcard. It which is, is weird. so frustrating do to me because I want them to take the postcard and they don't do this it. This happened at Renegade. I, <laughs> I was at Jess's uh, directives uh-huh. booth talking to Jess and... I was I had given her a stack of show of hands cards and then I was of course looking at bags because I want to purchase all of her bags mm-hmm. and um, a man came into the booth and I think said something to her about like another show he'd seen her at or asked her did she do other shows or something a lot something that brought mm-hmm. up the topic of shows mm-hmm. and she immediately was like oh, well, you should come to this show and, like, grabbed one of the postcards and handed it to him. And he started looking at it. And he's like, oh, I think I went to this last year. And I was like, oh, awesome. That's great. And then I think there was some, like, just saying, like, oh, this is Emily. She runs the show. She's Orange Beautiful. And then he kind of called his wife over. And she came over and she's like, oh, yeah, Orange Beautiful. I I know that company. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. And she kind of looked at me like, why are you talking? Like, she, it was this weird thing where I was like, you just met the person you were saying you really liked. Why are you not excited? So Most I just, people think that's cool. I know. I was like, she did not think I was cool. And I kind of looked at Jess like, mm, never mind. And they both kind of talked a little bit. And then he said something to her like, oh, remember that show we went to? It was like at that antique store, blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, yeah, that was cool. And he's like, oh, it's coming up. And they were talking about it. And it was really great. And we were all like real proud of ourselves that we had just like, sealed the deal with these two uh-huh. shoppers and then he's like okay well great your stuff's beautiful like we'll see you we'll probably see you at show of hands and then he hands her the postcard back oh no <laughs> what? do and people it, and think postcards cost, cost money? a lot of money i don't know but it was really weird i mean she did the right thing like she i've seen people like kind of insist that people take the card yeah, yeah. which is not good and jess was just like okay great like well thanks for stopping by and she like put the card back on the pile and then looked at me like kind of like i tried <laughs> i tried and i was like do not worry about it like that actually happens a lot it's a weird like I've had that happen at my booth where people like I'll even hand someone a card 
And really, the tricky way is to always just put them in your bag. I was just going to say, my bags are pre-stuffed yes, before I get genius. to the event. There's a business card, a clean care cleaning card. Yes. Care cleaning? Care cleaning. Cleaning care card? Card? Night, no. Care card? Care card. <laughs> that was a care card that Emily made for me. And also the postcard. I mean, that's that's the most genius thing at a show is to preload your bags. Yep. Because do it's it. done... You now, and even if, because again, you have to remember those cards cost, especially if you buy a good quantity of them, postcards and business cards can cost like pennies each. So yeah. like you need to be free with those. Those are those are paid yeah. marketing. I think I usually, I do four, four postcards a year and it's like $50. Yeah. I mean, if you time. just do quick print, two-sided, like the, you don't have to spend $1,000 on some postcards. That's insane. And I think, yeah, putting them in the bags, especially at shows, if you wanted to do something that's like, thanks for coming to show of hands, here's 10% off your online order. Like, people love that because you have to remember, like, people go to shows and I do this, I get, I buy things from six different people, come home and then, like, it's kind of like Christmas. You start going through the bags and seeing what you bought Mm. or showing your spouse or your friend what you bought. And then you're like, oh, my God, there's a coupon in here. Like, and it makes you want to go to their website and see what else they have or give it to a friend or so like, yes, 90% of those things might literally go in the garbage, but it's that 10% that could get you a new store. It could get you X number of dollars worth of sales. It could get you a bunch of new customers. It could get people talking about you. You have no idea. Like, Mm -hmm. and if it looks good and it's clear and... You've got a cute bag that it's in. Like, all of those things are going to help you kind of rise to the top and stand out amongst the, like, six other things that are maybe not as exciting. Um, but, yeah. Brand- <laughs> Buy all the things. But, I mean, you don't... That's the thing. Is like... I mean, I think business cards and postcards are kind of, like, the standard first step with things. Do you want to mention what companies you like to use for digital prints? So in Chicago, I use M13 printing a lot. That's just, um, I think their website's Mm -hmm. m13graphics.com. They're literally like a quick print. Um, It's kind of like, I will say, do not use Vistaprint. I'm going to go ahead and just say that out loud. Aren't they pretty expensive? They're, like, weirdly priced for them. the quality of what they are. That's what I'll say. Like, you can get you can get better quality stuff for less money from other quick print places. They just have the most kind of overwhelming marketing. So I think a lot mm, of people, yeah. like, see that and they're like, well, this is what I should buy from. Um, I would I would not buy stuff from them. I've, I've never bought. I think I one time bought something from them, like bought cards, had cards printed with them or something, and they were just terrible. Like, they were just, like, the worst quality, and, like, they wouldn't, like, it was hard getting them to, like, deal with the problem, and so I was just like, all right, I'm done with these people. Um, but yeah, their prices are very skewed. I just seem to remember thinking it was expensive the one time I had looked at their prices. Yes. And I will... Um, I've not really bought cards through Moo before. Oh, I used to. Um. It's so expensive. It's very expensive. I used to do it when, um, I didn't care about how much I spent on the business because I had a yeah, you real had a job, job, job and yeah. it was yeah. easy and I didn't have Whenever, a graphic designer. I mean, so. I will say that, like, you know, 
it is it is a decision between like how many are you buy like how much of an investment are you putting into something and then how much money do you want to spend like if you're like oh I only have a hundred dollars to spend like know that you're gonna go on Moo and say I have a hundred dollars to spend and you're gonna get like fifty cards yeah you're not getting much that's insane I mean we are using Moo for our postcards and I will say we are using Moo for our postcards because we specifically want to do common a common side with multiple versions of a different right. artwork on the back. Side. If you're not, if you're not doing that, that, you should. There's yeah. no reason to use Moo. And if you are doing that, but you want a big quantity of that, then you should find a print shop. Like yeah. you should find a legit print shop. And I will say that I always, I mean, for the last probably ten years, I've used North Shore Printers, okay. and they're in Waukegan. They are. Um, Independently, family-owned. It's two sisters that run it, Amy and Char. They are, they are the best. Like they're literally, they they print all of my digital cards, all my pro- all the orange beautiful product. They've printed a huge amount of my prints. Um, they've done numerous wedding invitation orders for me for my clients. Um, they're amazing. They're super amazing. And they do delivery in and out of Chicago, like, all day long. Like, they'll bring you proofs to your house or to your office. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you're doing, like, a legit something where you're, like, I need a thousand business cards and I need a bunch of postcards and they're all, like, digitally printed or whatever it is, like, call a real printer. Because then they'll mm-hmm. – it'll be the best quality, the best turnaround. You'll have great customer service. They'll hand deliver it to you. I mean, this is all in Chicago, but mm-hmm. wherever city you're in, there, yeah. there's going to be a good, there's going to be a good family run or independently owned print shop that will do, ex- you know, and call them and say, I want some samples. Hi, send me samples. That's what print shops do. Mm-hmm. They will send you samples all day long and pricing and never charge you a penny for any of it. And then you can decide if you want to use them. But yeah, I, I mostly use M13 for quick print stuff. I use um, Jack Prince. I, yeah, that's what I think. They're in Cleveland. Okay. Jack Prince is awesome because they have a huge variety of products. Like, you can get... I mean, M13 does, too. You can get the stickers, stickers printed. that you had made You can me get t-shirts printed. You can liquid. get... <laughs> coffee number two. I think it's four, actually. They actually... Jack Prince has a really <laughs> cute... Um, thing where you can make sticker packs so you can if you're like a designer or like a illustrator you can make like a little pack where it's like five different stickers in a cello with a card a packaging backer and they like assemble and make the whole thing for you they're adorable like i've thought about doing it a million times and i've never like why yeah well that's my next question why haven't i think the only reason i haven't done it is because um they're they're pretty i mean they're pretty expensive like the resale on them would be difficult but okay. and also I would want to order like a ton of them to make it worth it, so I just haven't I just haven't okay to it yet. But no, yeah, I, I definitely will. No, I'm definitely it. gonna order some stickers from them. I want to do they'll do die cut stickers where like the shape of the sticker is like oh. you you make the sticker the shape I you want it. Maybe that's what I need for the outer box is something that's die cut. Oh yeah, into the shape of like one of like the elder my necklace geom- or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be like, awesome. Hmm. You can totally do that. We'll talk about that. Okay. But yeah, there's... The, I like how you use the podcast to... To um, suss out our ideas. Yeah. What are we going to do like, for ourselves? order things from you, which... Oh, we have to do the sign from last week, too. 
the sign I need. Oh, right. <laughs> like, for real. No, for real. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... I'm trying to think of what other um, <clears throat> online places I buy from. Nashville Wraps I buy stuff from. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I've still not... I've still not found out, too. Oh, um, Nicole from One Strange Bird asked me about my button-making stuff, Mm. because I was posting pictures of me making buttons. Mm -hmm. I bought all my button-making stuff, my, the actual button maker, the circle punch thing, which is a life changer, and all the supplies for it, um, Mm -hmm. from AmericanButtonMachines.com. Um, they're a... Homegrown, made in the USA. They <laughs> oh, Amer- really? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know. American, American flags <laughs> on the website. Like, I think the bo- the header of it's like American flag graphics. Ooh, um, gotta love that. But I bought that button button maker. Uh-huh. I bought like a set. I bought like the button maker, the circle cutter, and like a set of button supplies, like all as one thing. Like uh-huh. I don't know, probably seven or eight years ago. And it was a huge. I mean, I think it was like five hundred dollars the set of stuff totally worth it like literally worth every penny and whenever somebody's like oh i was like using a hole punch thing or like a craft punch to do my i'm like no no longer go buy that what is the circle cutter thing i have to you haven't seen it where is it no oh it's upstairs it's like a it's like a little metal um box that has a handle on it so you slide the piece into it, mm-hmm. line up the circle, and it punches, mm-hmm. and then you pop it out from the bottom. Oh, okay. But there, I had posted a video of it on my Instagram stories. Oh. And so... Maybe it just wasn't... Several people were, like, emailing me, like, well, how did you and put those circles out? That's how it makes I'm just trying to figure out circles. how it's different from the handheld um It's just easier. Punch. Okay. It's just easier. On, when, when you're doing 2,000 okay. of something, you're literally not, like hurting your hand you're just going pop pop okay. pop pop like Got on it. a little so I have like five sizes of circle punches for yeah. whatever reason yeah but yeah then this helps you like make it perfectly centered and you don't it's just like a lot quicker you can just do strips at a time um but yeah that that button thing is awesome so but there's also several com- I mean like I Orange Beautiful makes buttons I'm making buttons for Edgewater Candles right now there's um Busy Beaver Button company right, that's in Chicago, and yeah. their pri- their prices are really good. They also in re- they do retail things where they'll like bring you a button machine for your retail shop and like load it with buttons, which is fun. adorable. Um, so yeah, there's fun companies like that that do cute marketing things. What else did I write down? I wrote Staples Veteran Delivery. Oh, what is that? Josh was telling me that Staples, at least in Chicago, they might do this in other cities, but at least in Chicago, they work with United States veterans and a lot of their uh, in-city delivery is done by veterans. Huh. Like specifically um, like they kind of contract them out to come to their distribution center and then do like home and office deliveries. I didn't know that. I mean we used to have um, we had like a business account with Staples at Little Street and um, they would deliver um I'm trying to remember if I knew anything about that or... And I would say, uh, I mean, Staples is definitely... 
best for like legit office supplies. Like yeah, see, I don't really packing need... tape and pens and you know, I I wouldn't really buy shipping stuff from no, them. The no, pricing is yeah. all wackadoo, and you can it's usually like buy like twenty five boxes at a time kind of thing, where it's like you should be buying like a hundred or something. Well, it you depends know? on what you do because I yeah. actually um see. Oh, I think I started talking about how Paper Mart does have 25, a quantity of 25 for some things. Um, And I have to keep like uh, six to 10 different sizes of shipping boxes, depending on the size of wholesale orders. And I don't have the space to keep that much because they're all in my apartment. So I buy 25 of a box at a time or of a size at a time um yeah so you can order like lower minimums of things from staples um um, i heard good things about a website called pratt plus what's that um it was it was recommended mm p-r-a-t-t um it was recommended um when i was googling uline alternatives yeah and they have all of the like shipping things so boxes and um bubble wrap. Do you know where they're located? I didn't write it down, but um, That's cool. I I I want to say that they were also family You talked about Lumi. Lumi, I just got um, one of my packages from Lumi last week, and the other one's coming today, and... So Lumi is spelled Mm L-U-M-I? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they don't specialize in plain packaging, which is what I ordered. Just plain white padded mailers um but i did get the one size and they're exactly like the uline ones it looks like it's the same exact thing with a different company stamp yeah they're probably from the the same distributor um and like i said i ordered 350 envelopes and it only cost me 25 dollars more than uline and i'd rather lumi had my money so they specialize in Customizing stuff. Things. Yeah, I actually like wrote down custom notes. Um, Lumi will customize bags of all kinds. I want some like tape. They have tape. That's what I want. Um, boxes. They do tissue also. Nice. Um, but like with too. bags, they'll do like linen bags. They'll do clear plastic bags. Shop like they do everything. Yeah, that's awesome. I also found a company called Pack Lane recently. That, Pack Lane. Why mm-hmm. do these people have weird names? I don't know. Pack Lane. They only do custom boxes. So you know how we talk about like the Glossier box, how it's yes. pretty imprinted. That's their thing. I love that. And of course, not. Well, Lumi might have prices on stuff, but Pack Lane, you have to get a <coughs> quote. So yeah, you have to be pretty serious about this. But it's like custom printed interior and exterior I so box. I know you do. The thing with that is that I need to get to a better like regular system of shipping things out to and get to that point. Like you were saying, like yeah. sometimes they're like any variety of sizes could be your thing. You know, like, and I think I would definitely have to have. I mean, I think I could have a pretty specifically sized box that would fit like m- almost all of my products. <coughs> Excuse me. Except for prints, but prints I'm only ever going to ship in a flat mailer. Mm-hmm. But in the off chance that when people order like two prints and a box of cards, then it's like, well, I don't want to ship those separately. Right. I would want to put those together. So then then I kind of need a bigger box that fits now, my Now this print. is making me think about how potentially wasteful having 
that fancy packaging is because right. have you it, ever it, ordered it like one or down. two things from Glossier and it still yes, comes in, in that, that big same box? box? That's right. Well, and the thing is, is for a company like that where their ship, their volume of shipping is so huge that they like the idea that like all their shipping specs are this box, may, you know, like, and they have, they probably have calculated weight ranges for yeah. like two items, three items, four items. I wonder if there's a bigger box but that we probably, just haven't been yeah, given because we don't, we don't order, order enough stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that there's probably multiple sizes of boxes. I've only ever gotten the one yeah. size box regardless of whether I buy two or four things. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're crazy like I am, I... I have the feeling that I want all of my stuff to match, yeah. like, across the board, like, even into wholesale orders. Like, mm-hmm. I want there to be some consistent I get so branding. mad when I can't find a white corrugated box yeah. in the size that I want, and I have to have brown ones, because <laughs> I want I everything some, like, to white be tape. white. Yeah. Well, and I think that's why I want... I, that's why I love the idea of the tape... Mm-hmm. And of stickers or stamps, because you then East Grove. Oh, totally. <clears throat> because I feel like then I could get, I could have more control over like I always have white boxes or I always have craft boxes. But then I could randomly use this one gigantic box that I just specifically need mm. for this one giant wholesale order. But I still have the same cool tape and the same four stickers and the sure. same stampy stamp. Like, and but then it's still all branded it still all looks it still matches the little teeny order that i shipped retail to somebody Mm. um yeah i emailed sydney back so um east grove stamp company she they're outside of chicago they make they have a product line of stamps and other like awesome gifty items and like laser cut things but then they also make Mm -hmm. custom stamps um, I I emailed her back and was like, I'm going to need some stamps, <laughs> but I'm not ready for it right now, but I'm going to need some stamps. But yeah, I, I want some, um, I've been thinking about like a little, like I want a stamp that's like a fill-in thing where it's like I stamp the outside and it's got like a little cute designy thing that I then write in like ah. a message or like, thanks for your order of, and then like maybe even like check boxes or something and then have there be kind of like funny, cute things on there. Like, cause I used to have a bunch of stickers that said, you're going to love this. Yes. And so I want to make a stamp that says you're going to love this or like a sticker that says that, that I can put I on all the version orders. of that. Yeah. Cause I want there to be like some cute quirky things that are like kind of go with my brand and then like also be able to like throw in some stickers like I want there to always be like a little like gimme thing that's inside an order even if it's to like a shop owner I want there to be like here's a too legit to quit sticker and a greeting card but then I love the idea of like stamps or stickers that I can kind of put on whatever I want like I can put it on I could put it on a wedding order I could put it on a order mm-hmm. that's going out to a store. I could put it on a wholesale order. Like, I can... And then just, like, do cute things. Like, I have those little cards that say, um, here's something special for you from Orange Beautiful. And then the back is just blank and has, like, a, we wanted to give you... And then there's, like, a line. And then it's, like, because you... And then there's a line. And then I just write in, like, dumb shit, like, we wanted to give you 10% off because you wrote a cool thing on Instagram about mm-hmm. us. And then I send it. And so it's, like, still branded, always matches, but then I can make it super specific to, like, that customer. 
I like it. And then, you know, it's like, that takes me, yeah, it takes me extra 10, 15 seconds to, like, write a little note. But then it's a cute thing that's tucked in their order. Yeah. I mean, I write thank you and the person's name. (laughs) I do. And I sign my name. That's it. And then you seal it with a kiss. (laughs) Well, I just feel like... With your glossy lip balm. I don't know. Something about seeing someone take the time to write your name out as a customer, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's also... I think there's also something to be said for the fact that, like, people are getting something from the person that made it and not, like, one of her interns or something. Mm -hmm. Like, there's... Yeah, I haven't made Steve start trying to sign... Even though his handwriting would probably be way better than mine, because mine's disgusting. Yeah, I think it would be hilarious <laughs> if people started getting notes that were like, thanks for your order, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is packing all of the and orders. people would be like, um, so a guy named Steve sent me this beautiful necklace? <laughs> Wonder who that is. I think it's going well. You know, I haven't, like, double-checked him at all, but... <laughs> you haven't gotten any angry no. uh, customer reviews yet? Mm-mm. That's good. He's getting into a good groove. We were both packing shit They're last like, my night necklace until, arrived like... in a Ziploc bag? <laughs> <laughs> Looked like a dog had been chewing on it? <laughs> Can I... Uh. I'm going to say one star. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give you one star. Um, yeah, and we mentioned no issue no last issue. time. No issue, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely... I want to check into. I want. I'm going to check into them. I'm also going to look at Lumi's custom tissue pricing. I will say their website is so pretty that you kind of just yeah. get sucked into You're just, it. That's the way No Issues website is, okay. where there's like all these great. Uh, example photo, uh-huh. like portfolio photos of things they've made, and you're just like, I want, all I want to have my things look like that. <laughs> Where did you get that polka dot tissue that's behind you? Do you want me to tell you the truth? Not if it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing based on the context of this uh, episode. I'm sorry I opened my mouth. I would stare at it, like, for months now. It's from you, No, it isn't. Really? Yeah, totally. I'm oh. sorry. Is that a good, is that a good, like, and the episode's over. Um, I didn't know that Uline had patterned tissue. They have, like, five or six. I bought it when I had the store because I had um, specific colors for the shop, and then I had, like, huh. holiday It's stuff. actually, it's surprisingly it's cute. cute. Yes, that's why I bought it. Um, I mean, I get my tissue from Paper Mart, so it's not like I mean, I'm using a... That tissue's coming from the same place that anybody else would get that polka dotted tissue from. It's just I happen to buy it through Uline. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. is like, I love the way... I love the black and white thing, and mm-hmm. when I got that and started using it, I realized how well it, like, worked with all my products and, like, kind of complemented everything, but also could be, like, a wedding thing mm-hmm. and not look crazy like I'm using orange tissue. And then that's when I thought, oh, how cool would it be if I got white tissue that just had Orange Beautiful's logo, like, in black, mm. and it looked kind of like a pattern or something. But, yeah, that's from New Line. <laughs> the table we're yeah, sitting at is from New Line. Yeah, the table's from New Line. Man, I'm sorry. fuck you, Line, though. Yeah, for Seriously. real. Seriously. Well, I'm not giving this table back, but I'm not going to, like, buy another table from them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's about making um, these small changes... Um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, I don't think like they should if be... if all of us make these small changes. I yeah. don't know. I think 
We could um, potentially, like, if all of the small business people pulled their money from Uline, that that could make somewhat of a difference. I don't Apparently, think Apparently, Amazon is taking their money because she complained about Amazon. Oh, of course she did. Yeah. She likes McDonald's, but she hates Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I wonder if she voted for Trump. What do you think? She, What's your vote? She has a photo of a Trump cookie. Like, it's his face. On her wait, and was she eating it like in anger? No, it's just no, it's just a photo of the cookie. So does that mean she loves him? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, loves Trump. Oh, may 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 peace be with her. (laughs) Good luck. All my best to you and your family, lady. Mm -hmm. Good luck with whatever you think Trump is going to do for you, because it's not going to (laughs) happen. He's looking out for her. Oh, he's going to help us. Mm -hmm. He's going to help us make things better. Barf. Yeah, barf. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Why do we keep Wait, talking about... Wait, how long is this? Oh my god. Do we need to um, stop? Um, an hour and 15 minutes. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think we should probably say we're gonna wrap it up, because yeah, then 20 minutes us... from now, we'll actually wrap it up. Um, hey, let's talk about how <laughs> hey. I think we both just learned how to make rainbow text on Instagram <gasps> we did. stories. Who taught you? Did someone I had to teach Google you? it. Oh no, someone taught me. I saw that um, the Lost Girls That's posted, who taught me. But at the time, I couldn't watch it because I was doing something else. And I'm like, I'll just look it up later. Because I think so it was one of I them did. that but actually... They, they're the ones who told me that it existed, basically. But didn't didn't one of them actually, like, do a little I think video they did a demo. Like, watch that? Or no, maybe, maybe they didn't do a demo. It. Maybe they had a link that was, like, a swipe up to see okay. it, to go to the link. <laughs> I think that's what happened, was that okay. she wrote it, and she's like, did you want to know how I made this rainbow text? And I'm like, I sure fucking do. <laughs> did you, like, nail it right away? Because it took yeah. me a million times oh. to do it. Yeah, but I'm used to, like, that. I'm used to graphic design and color get bar. The, and um, you know how you had to... You have to um, hold it at the same time back. and pull it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get the text... Um, to also highlight? Well, no, I was like pulling it, you know, and then it wouldn't go all the way. So the last word would get screwed up. Oh. But I did get it. I don't know how often I'm going to do it. You can also do it with any of the color palettes. Like, you don't have, if you pick the rainbow specifically. Oh, So you know how there's three sets of color palettes? Of course. So if you do the first one, it'll be rainbow. If you do the second one, it's that, like, green, mm-hmm. red, brown, pink mm-hmm. thing. And then if you do the third one, it's grayscale. And I think if you... <laughs> Hi, Artemis. all over the place. Peanut? Um, that if you were to, like, sort of... Um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to use. Not swipe or scroll. What what word am I looking drag? for? Drag? <laughs> if you drag Pull? the text faster... Yeah. Or, then it gets more... Or, yeah, you can yeah, drag yeah. them at a different rates so yeah, that to increase you get the rainbow. like just a little bit of the color or a lot of the color. I feel like you're going to spend lots of time perfecting this technique. No, I don't know. I, was, oh. I wasted too much time already <laughs> on the one thing That's I did. That's what Instagram is for. Right. Wasting so, time. Rainbow text. Um. Oh, shit. <sighs> Before we leave <laughs> the um the topic. I like that you have notes. Yeah, I sat down and did it yesterday. I was so proud my of notes, myself. My notes say... No, I'm not going to be able to find it. My notes are not even one full page. It just says U-line. It says U-line <laughs> at the top. 
<laughs> and then I wrote, people have feelings about you lying. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, um, are you kidding me? Fuck summer. Because it was 90 degrees that day. <laughs> oh, wait. These are notes um, for, for this episode. Are those last yeah, week's? Yeah, these are my notes. Oh, they all—they're all on the same page. Did you write "fuck summer" twice then? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, "fuck summer" is in here like seven times. Okay. Minimum. So I don't know if people are aware this exists, but Etsy has a thing called Etsy Manufacturing. What? Yeah. Um. Oh, where you can support all the China factories. Uh uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. So that's not what that this is? was in beta maybe two years ago, oh. um, because. I actually oh, it's was like the to supply part- mm-hmm. the supply side of things. They gave me like a fifty dollar gift card to um, help them. Yeah, get it off the ground. Yeah. Did you use it? I did. I got. Um, I used it towards one of my purses from Milk House, my other one, not the one I currently have. Wait, what? Oh, I get it. They. Get, I was thinking the gift card. I was thinking they gave you a gift no, card I, to use. No, it's just a regular on the Etsy manufacturing. Gift card. Okay, got it. Oh, that's cool. Um, anyhow, um, so basically they have um, teamed up with a bunch of, like, American manufacturing companies. How did you air quotes on a podcast? <laughs> I think I tried to American. say that with air quotes. I'm doing air did quotes right now. American. I think... I could be wrong. Um, I was only really paying attention to the jewelry <coughs> stuff. So, for example, if you need someone to do casting work for you, oh. you could look up the city that you so live in and only... find people to do casting. So it's like you... service-based as well. It's ser- Yeah, it, it's all service-based. Oh, I was thinking it was like, here's a bunch of people to sell you washi tape. No, it's like services. Oh, Interesting. Um, so, and I have used it to try to find a plater, and I didn't find anyone at the time, but I, I should look again, because I think it's still growing. Yeah. Um, but it is actually a good resource. If you're looking for someone to do printing of some sort, there's a textile section. Interesting. Um, again, I really only paid attention to the jewelry section, because that's what they were asking me about. Like, they wanted to know um, what services I would be interested in. So, um, is it out of beta at this point? Is yeah. Is it fully yeah. functional? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, if you just Google Etsy manufacturing, it comes up. Interesting. So, um, and I, I mean, did we talk about putting together a directory? Yes. So, we'll probably... Yeah, I think we should make some sort of... Get on that. And page or whatever. A uh, few people are interested in us putting together a directory of uh, Midwest events. Oh, so I found a Facebook group that's, like, got 6,000 people in it mm-hmm. that's, like, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but it was something to the effect of, like, craft show reviews or something like that. Oh, okay. And then I was like, well, I can't join this. Right. Like, I was thinking, oh, I'll just so join it. So ours would not be a Facebook thing. And, oh, Okay. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. But I, I was just immediately thinking, like, oh, this would be a good thing. And then I thought, oh, that'll look real creepy if I join it. And if anybody, like, looks me up, they're going to cool. be like, oh, uh, this lady wants to see if she's on here. <laughs> so I think the idea, I don't know, well, you couldn't see what sort of events no. were on it. But the idea is that 
it's what exists now is like the sort of corporate run art fair. Yeah, they're thing. much more like fine. Someone art was fair saying they things. paid for yeah. a service to see those oh, app. Interesting. Um, Which like is ironic because you, as a person that runs a show, I I would have to pay to be on that directory. Sure. So that's the irony. Everyone's of that. making money. So like. The irony is, is that if you want to see a true representation of what's out there, the very people who would be like, fuck you, I'm not paying to have myself on this directory, mm-hmm. are the very shows that you're not, you're now not going to find. So I'm thinking this would be, like, curated by us, and yeah. you wouldn't have to, no one pays for anything. How will know? it not look like it's, like, sponsored by show of hands? Oh. Show hands will get a listing just like everything else. But will. how, like, will that, will will it be sure to not be, like, biased opinions about, sh- like, I don't want people, like, if somebody well, has. Well, you and I aren't going to write reviews necessarily. I know, anything. but I would hope that people would write, like, what if somebody has something shitty to say about show of hands? I would want, well, I would want them to, to write then, it on there, yeah. but then would they feel like they couldn't because no, be- they know who I am? have you been on the internet? People write <laughs> shitty things about people all the time in because my, they like hurting people's feelings. In my experience, people send those messages directly to to you. Oh. <laughs> um, no, other people are cowards and just post it. Um, oh. on so wait, the people the who website. are sending me stupid emails are not cowards? Is I that guess what you're not. Saying? Oh, okay, cool. Right? Got it. No, I got it. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. I mean, that's just one that's your vaguely one positive thing. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Um, yes, we should. I agree that there. it would be great to see if we can get some sort, even if it's just, like, a basic listing to, listing I to start. I want to include, like, all the little events, too. That Right. Like, you the know? handmade market that happens at Empty Bottle and, like, the little pop-ups There's that happen that out here. There's that market yeah. that people are always doing. And then they always have that show at Revolution Brewery. Sure. Yeah. All that stuff would and, be And, like, it. there's a lot of retail stores that do, like, pop-up shops, like, once a month or twice mm. a month that those could be listed as well, even. Yeah. Um, I just want to create as many free resources as possible. Are we getting possible? ourselves more work? Is that what we're doing? I think that you and I have kind of always wanted these things to exist. <laughs> and now we so have a if they're platform going to, for them. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, the fact is is that we have a really great starting point because we can immediately ask everyone that's listening to the podcast right, for right. input. We can immediately ask show of hands vendors for input. We can yeah. ask store owners for input. Someone has to do this. So I think the... Yeah, the best... I mean, does that mean a whole other... Should we suss all these details out when we're not recording? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know you were recording, and I was going to go into this whole thing about how we probably need a website, um, but right, you that's what turned I was thinking. it on. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So we're at a minute. We're at an hour and 25. And, okay. So we're still fine. But yeah, we should definitely not discuss this. <laughs> but... This is accountability. It's true. It's accountability. Which we are always talking about. Part of me feels like it does need to be like its own website, but that seems like a lot of extra. Oh, I mean, I can throw together. I know you're like really particular and making a website (laughs) will drive you crazy. I'll put together a website in an afternoon. Seriously. We should probably just do that. How can we make it so, and we can make it so that people can post their reviews, their input. 
Uh, yeah, I'd love there to be, like, a star and review yeah. sort of system. Yeah, it's just some kind of, like, comedy. Right. And we'll say something about how you have to be constructive. You can't just be right. like, this, this sucks. This show Ooh. sucks. Wah. Yeah. All right. No, I think that would be good. Also, you can't be like, this show is the best, period. Right. You know? Like, I love this show. Say why, because just because this event was great for you doesn't mean it's going to be great for someone else. Try to say more. Well, know? and I think a lot of it will end up being, like, the cumulative responses of people, where it's right. like, if 28 people are all like, show of hands is horribly run, <laughs> then maybe people will start to be like, oh, shit, I'm not applying to that show. And then, <laughs> and then I'll go jump in front of a bus. <laughs> See, I almost said that. And, and you were like, like, no, no don't say no. that. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's good because I think a lot of us have one-on-one conversations with each other. And then that isn't as effective as if we were like the things that I have had conversations, like I've had conversations with people when we were doing the pop-ups at Orange Beautiful, mm-hmm. like I'd have four vendors in front of me and we'd all kind of hang out and talk and be like, oh, what what show did you just do? And it'll be somebody telling us about how they just did Porter Flea, and it was this, this, this. And then someone who said, oh, I did one of the renegade pop-ups that's at the hideout, and it was like this. Oh, so... And then it was just, like, such a great, like, the four of us got to enjoy, like, these Mm -hmm. great, you know, first-hand reviews of a show and what went wrong and what was great. But then wouldn't it be awesome if those were, like up for other people to see. And I think it would also include like what apps are currently open. Yes. Yeah, I think that I don't would be think great. I know of anything else at the moment that's open. Yeah, I think most of the holiday shows are either well, I think most of them are closed. I think most of the holiday shows are closed. Yeah, except for the ones we just mentioned last Unless week. Unless there's ones that are like little that are, you know, maybe don't have right. don't need as much preparation time. Yeah, I think this could be good. Um, yeah, we've had so many individual breakfast meetings with other makers, and right, and you learn. And I've you always hear all thought, these anecdotes like, about I, stuff that they did, and you learn from that too. Where you're like, oh, well, I am going to that show, or I am applying to it, and now you're kind of like ready for. Okay, I know that like it was really hard for them to like figure out where their table was, mm-hmm. or it was, re- or like there was weird stuff about their booth being moved, or whatever it is, and then you can kind of just even at the very least just be prepared for that yeah and also then feel like if you have a shitty time at a show and then you hear from three other people that they also had a shitty time it almost helps you feel like okay well then good that wasn't on me like i i feel a little less like responsible for that if these people had the same exact experience i did Mm -hmm. maybe that means it's something outside of me but i mean i've sat at events um like back in the day where no one was coming to my table and I could see other people that were doing awesome. Oh, yeah. You I know? still have that. So and with that experience, I would say, like, I didn't do well, but I saw other people kicking ass. That yeah. that means something because that means, well, maybe it's not good for this price point. Or not good for this, this other type thing. of product. Right. Or, yeah. Um, it doesn't mean this show sucked, period. Right. Yeah, that's when the constructive part comes in. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be... Sometimes it's hard... When you do have a bad experience, and it is like, oh, you didn't make any money, and the person next to you made $10,000, it's hard to be objective and say, well, I'm sure this show was fantastic for everyone but me. <laughs> I almost just said something that I should <laughs> that know <you> about. Should. <laughs> <laughs> 
that you can't say while we're recording. Nope. I thought I'm like, oh, that would be um, subtle enough. No. Nope. Well, nope. now you. Nope. Nope. Now you teased everybody. Not. I can't. You can't say it. But that means we have to change the subject. Yep. Trump. Um, Let's talk about Trump. No. <laughs> I just. We've um been having our breakfast for a, a long time now. Yes. What? Two, three, three years. years. Three yeah. years. And we finally found a way to make it so that we can justify taking this time, right? Because we <laughs> yeah, have yeah, to yeah. make the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, we have to make the podcast. Um, we don't have to go to Alps Pancake no. House every week. <laughs> um, And we've talked about how we wish we could involve more people, and now we are. Oh, we have to do a meetup, too. We're definitely going to do a meetup, but okay, I so don't think we have time to do it until January. Until after the holidays. Yeah. Well, so, but people can come, and we need to let people know they can come and meet us at Andersonville Arts Week. Yes, 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 yes. And next week will be our Andersonville yeah. Arts Week episode. episode. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Um, and actually, well, this is for non-podcast Time. Then we need to wrap it up. Yeah. Because we're at I an have, hour and a half. I have stuff planned. You have stuff okay. planned. For the next few episodes. Oh, shit. I want to talk about consignment. I want to talk about right. holiday prep. Yep. And then we have a show of hands episode. Oh, my God. We're booked. We're booked solid. We are booked. We don't want anybody's topic ideas ever again. <laughs> well, no. We'll eventually <laughs> we're all do that. But, like, the holidays are yeah. coming up, and I think it'd be good if we... Um, Start getting on those sort of topics. Yeah, for sure. Well, so yeah, we've got the next yeah. few weeks figured out, and then leading up to show of hands, and then we have to get serious now. We're this oh, is god. episode eleven. Oh my god, shit's getting real. Yeah. Okay, I'm all right with that. I think it's good. Yeah, we're almost to two thousand downloads. Yep. Which is ridiculous. But thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we still kind of weird. don't believe any of it, and it's no. fine. Um, I think it's really going to hit us once we do events. Well, it kind of hit me a little yeah, bit at Renegade. When you did Renegade, When yeah. people were like, I still oh don't my God, go I'm... out in public. Well, but people, I mean, it's usually the first thing when people see me, the first thing, if they say something, the first thing they say now is, it used to be Orange Beautiful. Mm. Now it's show of hands. Mm-hmm. And at Renegade, it was Pancake Down. So weird. Like, they were like, oh my god, I love the podcast. And I'm like, why do you know what that is? Yeah. Why are you looking yeah. at my face and knowing yeah, that you should yeah, be talking yeah. to me about a podcast? That's creepy. And I love it. Uh-huh. And then I was mad that I didn't have something. I was mad that I didn't have, like, oh, swag yeah. well, or a sticker or a pin the, we'll or something. Yeah. So. so, like, we need to have some swag. We're gonna have swag. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to wrap this we up. We have to wrap it up because I've had four cups of coffee, and I have to pee like crazy. TMI. Um, okay, so we're supposed to ask you to do things, which is go on iTunes, rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. Yep. And we have currently two reviews, so we would like for you to be the third review. You are allowed to give us whatever we'll stars you want. We'll give you a shout-out if you're Ooh. our third review. Well, we should give the other two people shout-outs, too, then. When we don't know who they are, though. They're Oh, they're people we don't know. You have know. to leave your name. Well, I mean, I don't leave know Leave a who detailed description of you and where they, you live. <laughs> they're usernames, oh, but okay. I don't know, like, who they are necessarily. Well, if you feel, if you feel like you want to leave a review, 
please mm-hmm. do so. We would appreciate it. Also, you can always email us at pancaketownpodcast at gmail.com. And you can see random posts from me on Instagram at pancaketownpodcast. And on Facebook, we're at Pancake Town. Um, you can join the Hoppin' Facebook group. The group is, is amazing. The coolest it's the best thing, thing ever. I've done in a I feel long time. like I am not contributing and it makes me sad so I'm gonna try really hard you to don't have to but I want to I re- I see it and I get very overwhelmed by Facebook because it's so poorly designed that I stop looking yeah. at it um but I want I want to figure it out if not for any other reason than to just be in, more involved <laughs> in the Pancake Town the Facebook group, group. it's exactly what I've always wanted it's like, everything you've dreamed no, of like Seriously, it's true. people go it's on true. there and they have a question and people answer it And before people, I've even seen it. I felt very, it's made me feel really good about how the lack of judgment. Yeah. Like, it would There's be a very, variety of. It would be very easy for everyone yeah. to be like, um, this is what I would do and this, that was dumb and this is this. Mm-hmm. And people are just like. Oh, well, in my experience, and I make this, and this is where I live, and these this is the tool I use, or mm-hmm. these are the things. And then people are, like, thanking people for their input and being super positive. And then they're also kind of finding each other and being like, oh, my God, you live in the same yes, city I, I saw live that. in. And, like, I feel like... I got, like, eight recommendations for an accountant. Yeah. Everyone's oh, like, what about this person? What about this thing, person? Uh, listing for professionals yes. on our website. Lawyers, accountants. accountants. Yeah, um, for sure photographers, yes. stylists. We got lots of work to do. It needs <clears throat> it needs to exist. So if anybody has specific input about what you would like to see for this directory, definitely send yeah, that for along. This website or if you have exist. if you've found any other kinds of directories, oh, even yeah, if it's yeah, like yeah. a different industry, but like good examples of like how we might make it work or set it mm-hmm. up or have it be organized, that could be super helpful too. Cuz if there's something that or if it's like here's a really horribly run or horribly organized uh-huh. directory that is missing key things, then we could look at that and go, okay, what is this missing that we could fill in the gaps? Or if something like this exists and it's fantastic. Yeah, let's and you're all like, look at hey, it. save your save your time. It already exists. Just <laughs> Don't look worry at about this. It. Just go to this website and tell us that too. Eat more breakfasts. Yeah. Um and then Michelle occasionally posts on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> You, I could just put nobody cares about Twitter anymore. The number of show of hands vendors, because I always ask for everybody's uh-huh. social media handles. Uh-huh. The number of show of hands vendors that are like, here's my Facebook page, here's my Instagram handle. I do not use Twitter. Yeah. Like, I would say half of them are um, like, I don't use Twitter. When I've done the shout out things on Twitter, they're always a pile of people who don't have Twitter yes. accounts. Or they have yeah. like no activity on their Twitter account. I stopped tweeting because it didn't seem to matter. No, at all. it doesn't. It doesn't. On my seem to, um, business one. Yeah. I don't think. So, I mean, it, it works for certain types of industries and types of businesses and other things it does not work. Well, what I really wanted to do with Twitter was to follow other businesses that have great stuff going, like yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah. And to retweet them all the time to just sort of spread information. Yes. It seems like that that's what Twitter's good for. Yeah, that's a good And like point. our indi- like um, well, then maybe we on Instagram be doing you're promoting the podcast, right? And yeah. on Facebook we're having a conversation and on Twitter we're disseminating information. Well so then Twitter is should, how I we was should be thinking using, of it. We should do it more that way then. We should I'm be trying like, and I just 
Get on it. <laughs> um, this is really dorky. I only use Twitter on the computer. Aww. I don't use it on my phone at all. That's weird and awkward for yeah. you. Yeah. Why don't you just have the Twitter app? I, I mean, it's on there, but I don't like it? looking at it. Yeah, that's why I am with the Facebook I, app. All of the tweets happen on my computer. All right, this is not, this nope. is not, not interesting. Nope. <laughs> and we were supposed to wrap it up mm, 20 minutes ago. See, I told you it would take us 20 minutes. But we were on topic. We did That's not true. talk about flying and... So for the last episode, maybe maybe people noticed, but there was a cut about four minutes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where we literally cut out like a half an, a hour, half an hour of up. content of Michelle talking about air travel and Emily talking about having an appendicitis. Mm-hmm. And we removed it, even though it was really... It wasn't interesting... It was funny and dumb. Well, I realized I didn't have time to re-listen to it, so I even skipped over it. Oh, I got, I got like, I think I was at like six or seven minutes uh-huh. in, and I wrote, I'm going to write, see what I wrote in my notes. I, see what I, I wrote. think I wrote, this is so goddamn horrible. Oh. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. I just like <laughs> just fast forward it. it. Yeah, because I'm, what did I, I didn't have two hours to sit and edit and the no podcast. And no one does. Yeah, um, so that was a hint. <laughs> I wrote too long in in capital letters, and then I wrote long conversation about flying, and then I starred underneath it. This is really boring, <laughs> <laughs> and then underlined really. Um, Steve <laughs> said maybe you can make it an appendix. Oh snap! Yeah. Oh my god. I he feel- knows I love puns. I feel like, like really there's going puns. to be a certain amount of stuff. Like, if we start doing, like, a Patreon or a sponsor thing where people can, like, help like us pay year. for stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That we will have a bunch of this kind of material, sure. like, yeah. in a database where we're just like, yeah. oh my god, guess what? The paid listeners get this insane story. I wish, like, pendants. we had on... Um, <laughs> Like a blooper reel, but we kind of leave. Most oh yeah, we leave the bloopers in. in. Yeah, we leave everything so. in. Well, well, maybe our drunk episode will be on the bonus. Oh, stuff. we got to schedule that too. I really want to do it because <laughs> I'm worried thinking about what dessert I want to make. If anybody wants a true indication of what type of people are, it's that we need to schedule the drunk podcast interview. <laughs> <laughs> we have to schedule a drunk podcast. I schedule everything, like every hour of my day, every single day. Even schedule even your drunk podcast recordings. Yeah, I get annoyed when I get phone calls that I can't. It's like. You're setting my schedule back. I can't I do this, this other thing. That's why you have Steve answer your phone calls. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Will he answer my mom's phone calls? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe she just gets sent a voicemail. Steve doesn't listen to the podcast anymore, so oh. I can just say you can whatever, say whatever I want. you want. Yeah. Okay, we seriously need okay. to end this. We're we, done. Are we just okay. saying goodbye? Catch you on the flip side. Oh, we're bringing that back? I don't know. You decided that you would try it and see, well, what, see what the public outcry was? Mm, I do feel like we should have okay. a catchphrase, but maybe it's just that we're dumb and we have, we talk too much and then we leave. That's yeah. our that's our catchphrase. We just stop talking. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm trying stop. it. Nope. Goodbye.